Welcome to the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast. I'm your host, Tari Kaya Allen Butler. I am a teen mom turned speaker, author, and mompreneur. My mission is to help you build healthy relationships with your children, level up your mindset, and achieve all you ever dreamed of and more. I will teach you how to level up your lifestyle in faith, family, finances, and fitness. Join me every Tuesday for the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast. You will learn major keys to stop coming up short on your goals and start leveling up for the type of lifestyle you desire. Ready to level up? Let's do it. All right, y'all. So happy Tuesday and welcome to tonight's Tuesday Talk. My name is Tari Kaya Allen, and I am a speaker and author of a book that I have out called Mom Keys to Mental Peace. And my whole mission and what I do is that I teach millennial moms how to gain confidence in who they are as a mom and how to build healthy relationships with their children. So if you came from a home where a healthy example of motherhood, of parenthood, of just doing family period was not something you saw, this is your in the right place. We come here, this is a no judgment zone. um, And our whole statement and purpose of this is to become a progressing mom, not a perfect mom. So this is not the place where I teach you how to do everything right and never mess up at motherhood because that's impossible. (laughs) Um, What I do do is give you some tips on how to make this journey a little bit more easier, how to learn new ways to have healthy relationships with your children, to be your best self, and how to unlearn some um, unhealthy things that you may have picked up in your lifetime. So I'm excited about today's topic. excuse me, which is on boy mom life tips. (laughs) So being a mom, as I've shared um, several times, is hard, period. But you know, being a boy mom and being a girl mom, there are some different uh, regularities there, some different expectations there. Um, And I think simply because of the gender difference. So for me, um, I do have two sons. I have two boys. I'll have a 12-year-old this Thursday, can't believe that, and a five-month-old as far as sons. So for me, um, whenever I had my son when I was 17, I didn't really have an example of what it was like to be a boy mom, how to interact with boys, how to raise a boy, because my family was predominantly women. So my oldest son, Jameer, he was like the first boy that we had in our family. And we were all excited. We spoiled him to death. I mean, it was just a whole big deal that, oh my gosh, we have a boy in our family. (laughs) Finally. Um, But as I shared, you know, I didn't know anything about raising a boy. So I didn't really realize how much um, that a mom can have an impact on their son's life. Um, And I guess just from lack of knowledge or information, I felt like, you know, a boy needed to be around a man to show him how to do life and to raise him, which is true. That is true. But your son having a woman or that mother figure in his life 
is just as imperative as him having a male figure to show him how to do life. There are certain things that come from a mama to a son that a dad is not able to give to a son and, you know, vice versa. So a mom is very imperative to her son's life. Um, it is important, you know, for dads to be present, but a mom, a mom's role is, um, important as well. And you know how they say, you know, girls, they marry their dads, they fall in love with their dads or find a man similar to their dads. Well, newsflash ladies, your son <laughs> will find a woman most likely similar to you, similar to how you express love, similar to how you you interact with him. So if we want our boys to pick somebody who will love them and respect them and not use them, because there's some men out here getting used by women, <laughs> okay? Then we have to be that example for what we want our sons to, you know, look for in a wife or a woman. I think it's more um, expectations on daughters to find, you know, the perfect man, but we have to make sure that we are equipping our sons to be a man worth picking and to have standards and stuff, you know, about the women that they pick. And as I shared in my post um, on Monday for the mom motivation, you know, we have to keep in mind that we are raising somebody's husband. We are raising um, somebody's friend, somebody's coworker, like, you want your son to be able to grow up and be successful in the world without you to be able to, you know, hold his own, stand for himself. We're just looking for growth <laughs> and all of the things that I think girls are held to more of a higher standard for. I want my son to be successful as well and to be able to care for his own and choose a healthy mate in his future. All right, so we got some heavy topics here today. So again, everything I share is no judgment. It's either something I've been through, I've experienced, um, and I'm just giving my <laughs> feedback and tips on it, all right? So we're gonna jump right in with the first point is that single moms or moms without an example of you know being a boy mom have the challenge of trying to play both roles. I will repeat that again. Mainly single moms have the challenge of trying to play both roles to their son. And I really hate how common that it is that there are so many black single mothers out here raising boys on their own. Um, I'm grateful to have my husband here with me, but you know, I cannot imagine having to do all of this stuff with my son by myself. Okay. So the thing with the challenge with, you know, a mom trying to play both roles for one, she has no choice. If it's just her, it's just her. <laughs> and she's going to do the best that she can with what she has. A woman has never been a man. So a woman doesn't know how to teach a man how to be a man. So it can kind of come off, come across as, I don't know, unhealthy or the son cannot receive it what the mom is putting out the best way that she needs to. So when a mom is trying to play both roles, that means that one role is neglected, which most likely is that mother role. Now, the role of a mother is to, you know, nurture and care and be soft and a safe place. But listen, if that mama doesn't have a man around, she really doesn't have time to be soft and safe. 
that's when you start to see like the masculinity come in for moms where they're go, go, go and tough on their boys and don't allow room for emotions and sadness. It's just like our, it's just like the single mom's view of, you know, to help her son is that you got to be tough. You got to be the man of the house. I've heard that several times. And honestly, if you have a 12-year-old, a teenager, a younger boy, they can't be a man of the house because they don't know how to. They are still a boy. And I think that's the dynamic that we have to keep in mind. I've even heard like moms talk to little eight-year-olds like, you know, you're the man of the house. You got to help me do this. And you have to do this, that, and a third and make sure that you're taking care of things. An eight-year-old boy cannot do that. He doesn't know how to do that. So when he doesn't perform at the level that the mom needs to, and honestly, if a mom is saying that to her to her younger son or her boy, it's because she needs the help. <laughs> she most likely needs him to be able to do some things on his own or step up and help her because there's there's not that man figure there. So just keep in mind that boundary of the expectations you're having on your son if you are single and if your son is not a man yet, is not a grown adult, don't expect him to be able to do adult things, okay? I know that's hard. <laughs> I know that's a little rough, but it's something that we have to keep in mind if we want our boys to have a healthy mindset or development from boy to man, he can't just jump to manhood. There's a whole process of this thing, okay? Um, if the father is present, allow um, the father to, you know, coach and teach and help your son to be a man. I know sometimes if you did not have that role of a father figure, um, you just kind of take over for yourself. Like, well, this is what I saw my mama do, taking over things so you just kind of step in and take over everything yourself. If you do have a man, you know, in your life, your child's father or a new dude that you're with, allow him to step in and teach and help you out. Release that load off of you to where you feel like you have to do everything and teach your son everything and making sure he's on track. If you have that help, accept that help. And at the same time, if there is not a male figure, you know, present, then make sure that your son is connected to or surrounded by men that can help and teach and coach him into how to be a man. Because again, like I said at the beginning, I know that some single moms are in a position where they just don't have a choice but to step in. But if you have those resources, if you can sign your son up for some type of sports or after school activity or an uncle or a grandfather, or, you know, there are other men um, that are available that can help your son to have that male figure. I highly, highly suggest that you use that resource. Um, I know I did a talk um, a few weeks ago with my friend Brie Gordon, and I love how she pointed out that moms are not the only ones responsible for sharing love with our kids. We've got to share <laughs> our kids with other people and allow other people to pour into them um, what we can't give or release the need to feel like you have to do everything and allow that room and that space for other people to come in and help give love to your children, okay? 
All right, so if anyone knows me, I love Iyanla Van Zant. I'm so inspired by her. I know she can be a bit much in your face, but she has really, really good points. So there's a few episodes I've watched where um, she addressed the whole mother-son dynamic, um, especially once that son has become an adult. And I found it interesting, um, one specific episode where she pointed out that sometimes moms can have a disbalance um, of their focus on their sons. So the disbalance can be that you're focusing on what your son shouldn't do or who you don't want your son to be opposed to what he should do. All right, I can repeat that again. She was saying that there's a disbalance in focusing on what your son shouldn't do opposed to what he should do. For, so, for example, you may say, well, I don't want my son to do drugs. I don't want my son out here in these streets and I don't want my son to go to jail. OK, you know, nobody wants that. We, I get that. We get that. But we have to start speaking more into who we want our son to be. So start changing our language to things like I want my son to feel good about himself. I want my son to be strong. I want my son to be assertive. Opposed to, you know, focusing on all the things you don't want him to be. And I think that's just a, you know, common trap that our culture has fallen in. For one, that's all that we see on TV, especially when it comes to black boys. We see it on the news. We see it on movies, on TV shows. And I personally have made it um, my priority not to watch movies where it's talking about Black boys being killed by police or going to jail or that stereotypical lifestyle, not saying that I'm ignoring it or that it's not happening. And we do talk to um, our oldest son about it, to Jameer. We have had the discussion with him. But I just choose not to have that be the main or only viewpoint of a Black man or of Black boys in my household because it's not healthy. And it's pretty much just feeding into what society is saying about our boys anyway. So that's just a personal you know, thing that I do in my home and for my family. Um, but I thought that was very interesting that Iyanla pointed that out. And you know, just going back to what we're talking about, what we don't want our sons to be and what we want our sons to be, um, she pointed out that our words um, really matter to our boys because they have our hearts. They have their mama's hearts. And like I said at the beginning, you know, or I don't even know if I said this, but oh yeah, I did. Your mom, the mom figure is, you know, who your son falls in love with first before any woman that he connects to. So it matters what you're saying to your son and to your boys, okay? What you say can either build them up or break and crush them down. <laughs> Whatever we say to them ends up being their self-talk in their head. So pay attention to some comments and things that your child may make about himself. And it most likely is a reflection of, you know, what you're speaking or saying to them. So we just want to be sure that we're giving positive affirmation, that we're giving encouraging words, uplifting our boys and speaking life into them, not speaking to the negativity or what we don't want to happen. We're speaking them up into who we want them to be. All right. Now, this next topic is a little tight, and I have found myself in this position um, when my son was a lot younger, definitely not now, but when he was younger, 
So the whole thing about moms and dating, quote unquote, dating their sons. So what this term means is pretty much moms treating their sons like their boyfriend or like their man. I have seen this. And again, like I said, the more research I did, I can see that I kind of fell into this category too. So definitely around the time where me and his dad were in our toxic back and forth, you know, rocky state. I found myself making statements like, you know, this is my little boyfriend or this is my man or it's me and my son against the world. We don't need nobody else. This, that, and the third, you know, little comments like that, which are said out of love. You know, you, it is your, you and your son, y'all are bond, y'all are in it. But sometimes it can cross a line and become inappropriate to where your son is like a standard of like your man. Or he's taking the place of the absence of a relationship. So when we do this, it can set up a very distorted or unhealthy viewpoint of the mother-son relationship, okay? And it can cause room for issues in the future. So certain things like, you know, not allowing your son to have privacy. You feel like this is your man, this is your son, he should be doing things for you. He should be with you at all times, taking care of you. What? <coughs> oh, excuse me. <coughs> I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> so when he does become older <clears throat> and does move on to a relationship with a woman, this calls for grounds for you um, overstepping boundaries. <coughs> excuse me. So all involved in his relationship, or where you kind of get that mama's boy situation where with your calling, he's leaving his wife, he's leaving his girl to come help and assist you. Now, the good book says <laughs> that when a man is married, he should leave his mother and cleave to his wife. So if as that younger state as a boy, you kind of set y'all relationship up as a romantic relationship and a sort as far as your expectations that can, you know, lead to some unhealthy things in the future. And it can go vice versa. Say that, you know, you want to find a man or want to find love, but you kind of had the relationship set up with your son as if he was your your boo. He can come in and um, move cross boundaries with you and your relationship with your man. Start telling you who you can and can't date or where are you going and questions like that and interfering in your relationship. So we just have to make sure that we're having those healthy boundaries. If we're going through those rough patches with, you know, uh, their father or whoever you're in a relationship with, your son can't be your man. Your son is not a replacement of a relationship man that you want. Okay. Um, and this also can delay the independence and growth Um and your son to handle responsibilities. If you're treating him like your man, you can delay him from wanting to step out and do things on his own because he knows, well, my mama is here or my mama's always gonna take care of this. And we see some grown adult men in these situations today that don't know how to put things in their name, that don't have a bank account. That's not what we're looking for, <laughs> for our boys in the future. And interacting with an adult man that has those situations going on, it kind of makes you side out like, what, what is going on? Why is this still your situation? Or why don't you know these things? 
And I'll go a little deeper into that um, further to our talk about teaching our boys these life skills so that they don't have to depend on no girl or you for the rest of their lives, okay? <laughs> All right. Um, the next point I want to point out is to allow your son to have space to have emotions and express them. Don't shut your son down when he cries. Please allow your son to have tears. This is something I had to learn um, moving forward. And I will share this little side tip. A part of me, you know, my heart is sad that I didn't have all this information when my oldest son was born. Um, but I do have it now. So I do know to, you know, approach my my baby, my youngest son in a different way than I did with him. Um, so comments like, you know, only girls cry or you're a punk if you cry or you're a man if you you're not a man if you cry. Avoid those statements completely. Do not say that to your boys. Because I saw a meme and I was trying to find it for this talk. I could not find it for nothing. I thought I screenshotted it. But it was a meme of a mom yelling at her son saying, shut up, quit crying. Boys don't cry. And then it showed him as an adult man with his wife in the room. And she was like, I wish that he would just open up. I wish that he would just express his feelings to me. It starts with us mamas as <laughs> and that that kid stage, whenever they're hurt, allow them to be sad and create the space in your home to where they know that it's okay for them to release their emotions and express their emotions. Talk about emotions with your sons. Talk about why you have them and what it means. Talk about what it means to be sad, to be angry, to be happy. Um, and I know I saw this in my husband in any conversations that we have, where it could be a situation going on and all of his nonverbal cues are showing that you're upset or you're angry. And I can ask, you know, like, well, what's wrong or what's going on? Nothing. I'm good. Okay. So you have not identified <laughs> what emotions are in your body language. I see that you're not okay. I see that you're not good, but due to being shut down, anytime an emotion came up in your adult life, it's just like on autopilot. Whenever any type of emotion comes, it's just boom, shut down. Or it can be the opposite where, okay, something is wrong or say that they're sad or upset about something. But the more masculine emotion of anger is the only thing that they know how to express. So they could be sad or having a bad day, but all they know is angry or snapping or getting mad or yelling. And it's like, no, bro, <laughs> there's other emotions out here. There are other things and feelings that you can have and it's okay to feel them. <laughs> Reassure your sons that, that it is okay to have those feelings and to feel them, all right? The next thing um, to keep in mind as a boy mom is to allow your son to explore interests outside of the box. And again, I think this is speaking more so to the black mom as well as myself. This is a conversation that um, I've had to have in my household and, you know, still can be talked about to this day. And again, those different things from my oldest son to my youngest son, as far as my approach of things. So, you know, sports and other male dominated activities are not the only things boys can do or be interested in. 
They can be interested in science. They can be interested in fashion. They can be interested in traveling. There's so many things that our boys can be interested in. And I just feel like, you know, specifically with our Black boys, that we can kind of narrow their interest to sports or to rapping or to just those common things that we see. And again, I'm speaking to myself. This is a conversation that my family can have um, just to explore those other interests. You don't want, you know, your son to be just so one-sided or or narrow for their choices because if that does, if that one thing doesn't work out for them, what else, what other options do they have? And there are so many men who go into depression, um, sadness, anxiety, if something doesn't work out and they don't know what other things they're interested in. We've even talked about this before as a mom. If your whole life is consumed with, I'm a mom, I'm a mom, I just do mom stuff. You can be in a position to where you don't even know what else you like either. It is it's sad to you know only have one track mind of your interests or things in life. The world is so big. There are so many opportunities. And one way to make sure that your son is seeing other opportunities is exposure. Watch different um, episodes and things on TV besides, you know, just sports or drug dealing or police killing black boys and stuff. You know, open them up to other things. Take them on trips. I know trips are a big thing now. I'm all for a good vacation. But there's nothing wrong with, you know, a family trip somewhere, giving them that exposure or a mom and son, just y'all to trip somewhere, however many boys you have, you know, just make sure that they are being exposed and seeing those other opportunities. Ask them questions um, and allow them to choose what they're interested in. A lot of times we choose and just sign them up for things because that's what we know to do or that's what's close and available. Ask your kids, you know, what are they, ask your son, what is he interested in? What are some other things that he would like to try and do? And notice some of those, you know, quirky interests or things that your son might be interested in and invest in those. If you see that your son is really good and um, really good with, you know, putting together outfits and style and things like that, well, maybe invest in, you know, your child having a clothing line. Or if you see your child is really interested in, science and experiments or fixing and putting things together, try to invest in those interests and things that they have going on besides just a one track um, thing. And I'm all here for sports. I'm a sports mom. I'm a football mom. I'm a basketball mom. I do all of those things. I love all of those things. I love being a part of it. I will say when I grew up, want none of that going on. My mama didn't sign me up for nothing. <laughs> and like I said, it was all girls in my family. So I wasn't going to basketball games and football games. So this is all new to me. Um, but just make sure that you are allowing that exposure, that you're allowing them to choose their interests and things that they like as well. All right. And the last tip um, for being a boy mom is to teach them life skills, y'all. Teach life skills such as cooking, cleaning, and handling responsibilities. I think a lot of times we fall into the stereotype that those things should only be taught to girls or our daughters. No, no, no. Your son needs to know how to clean. Your son needs to know how to cook. 
He needs to know how to pay bills, how to manage money, how to set up a bank account. <laughs> All of these things are imperative and important for your son. Again, you do not want your son to be a grown boy depending on his girlfriend, his wife, or you, the mama, to handle those life skills. It blows my mind how many adult men do not have basic life skills. My husband, for example, bless his heart. When it comes to washing dishes, you can tell <laughs> either he was not allowed or he wasn't taught. I don't know what be going on, but it be food and stuff left out on the dishes after he washes them. And I'm just like, did you not learn this skill? What happened? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I may have to ask my mother-in-law, what, what was going on, sis? Please. What happened? We, our boys need to know those skills, doing laundry and things like that. That was a discussion we had to have. Um, I know it can be stereotypical that a mom does all these things, the cooking, the laundry. Listen, there's a total of five people in my house and I will be damned if I'm washing and folding clothes for all five people in here. Mm -mm -mm. No, I have taught my son how to wash and fold his laundry. <laughs> Um, and my husband washes and folds his own laundry. Now, that's just a disclaimer. In my household, what you do, that's up to you. <laughs> but for my mental peace, which is my overall goal in life, I'm just not. So it's important that our boys know how to do these things, know how to cook, know how to grocery shop, know how to pay bills. Um, whenever you're doing these things, bring them alongside you so they can see what you're doing, so they can see the process of how those things go, and they can apply them to their life as an adult, and they won't need somebody's daughter to, um, what is it, co-sign on something or put something in their name. No, your son can put his own stuff in his name. He can sign it for his own stuff. That's what we're looking for <laughs> in the growth of this new generation of men, okay? Um, and you will be helping out his future wife if you teach him these skills now. Um, and he'll be able to take care of himself if he doesn't get married. He won't have to need a woman to take care of him, okay? These are things that they need to know in order to survive life. Don't set them up to only be successful by having to depend on somebody else. I see you, Donisha. Yes, Lord, you know it. We have all been there. We've all been there. I've been there. <laughs> Putting stuff in my name and... All of this extra, like, what's, what's going on? <laughs> all right. So that is all that I have for you all today. Um, I pray that everything that I shared, maybe something sparked to you, gave you some ideas. I hope no one was offended by anything. I, again, am speaking from a place of love and no judgment. Okay. Um, if anyone is interested in purchasing a book, I do have some on hand. On Instagram, you can purchase from the link in the bio. And on Facebook, I'll put the link down in the comments. But that's all I have for you all tonight. Thank you for tuning in. Next week, I will be talking on being um, life tips as a girl mom. Okay? Girl moms, we need some, we need some help too. These girls are something else. Like I said, motherhood is hard, but the different genders require different things, honey. <laughs> all right. So y'all have a great night and I will see you all next week. Bye.